No Catch Up Chicago. What's up, my people? You are listening to No Catch Up Chicago. We focus on Chicago news first and everything else second. Weekly, the No Catch Up Chicago gang talks Chicago sports, culture, and avoids cornballs by any means necessary. It's done for Chicago and by Chicago. Listen up. What's up, my people? Welcome in to No Catch Up Chicago. For Chicago, by Chicago. I am your host, Sean Little. Nick the Quick is back in the building. Back, baby. Business casual. Business casual, long day of trapping, you know what I mean? <laughs> but I came here with some hot takes today. I'm ready to go. I got the polo with the two buttons. Let's know. get it. Fresh out of work. What's going on with you, man? Chilling, man. You good? Real quick. Yeah, of course. See I'm, you, bro. I'm glad to Always, have you back man. in yeah. here, man. Bears have not signed Roquan Smith. Nope. He's the only rookie without a deal. Unbelievable. Sam Donald signed. Saw We're going to talk about that. I got to take on that. I got to get some things off my chest. Because if it's not one thing with Chicago sports, it's another. We're going to break that down. And another situation on the north side. You, Darvish. You. Getting paid, but still not doing his thing on the mound. Yeah. We're going to talk about that. And then we're going to close it out with a little game of where are we with Nick doesn't know what I'm going to ask him, but I got a couple hot things for him. Oh, wow. I'm going to get his take. We'll see what's up with that. Let's do it. You ready? Yes, sir. No catch up, Chicago. First off, how you been? Good, man. Man, we had a little wedding. Congrats yes. to our boy, Ben Etter. Shout out, Ben. Rachel. Rachel. Now, Miss Etter. Hey. Official. Couple, official, man. And a few things on that real quick, man. Cleveland. Not the mistake by the lake. I had a good time in man, Cleveland, man. Listen. Good town. Solid town. You're not fucking with it? <laughs> no. All right. Big City Little's not fucking with no. it. But I, I liked it, man. It had a little bit of charm to it, man. I went down there with my lady. We we got down there on Friday, obviously. Had a really good dinner in their little 4th Street area. So just so I'm it hearing this right. It was solid, bro. It was solid. Just so I'm hearing this right. You rock with Cleveland. I'm rocking with Cleveland. Like you would shoot out there for a weekend. Yeah. I would. Wow. I would. Wow. I would. It was cool, man. We went up there with Voider, so he took us uh, to this little market. So they have this huge market over there. It was a whole bunch of like, little butcher shops, pastry shops, things like that, all enclosed in like this old-ass warehouse. So like when he's driving us up there, you never know where you're going to end up with Voider. Shout out to Voider. Listen to the yeah. Pale Hose. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, the Pale Hose Report. The Check Pale that Hose out. Report. Check it out. Yeah, new episodes but, uh, out today. You know, he's, like, Yo. fans. he's yeah. like, yo, we're going to explore Cleveland. I'm like, all right, cool. You know, I wanted to go see 99th and St. Clair. Shout out Bone Thugs and Harmony. Um, but we went over to this little market called the West End Market. I think the place, the town was called Ohio City, little neighborhood in Cleveland. And uh, he drives us up to this building that looks abandoned. But there's all these people standing outside eating. I'm like, okay, let's see what's going on. You walk in, it's this huge market, all these different cool butchers, pastry shops, drinks, stuff like that. It was pretty cool, man. We drove around the city a little bit. Not that bad. I mean, obviously it's a downtown. Couple streets. There's yeah, a couple streets yeah, it's that, a couple are, that streets. are decent. It's not like downtown Chicago. That's the first thing you notice. There's not a lot of people walking around as much. Not all the hustle and bustle going on. But it was real cool for like a chill weekend, man. I enjoyed it. And that was fresh off me coming out of Nashville which is probably the opposite of Cleveland um, for a rowdy Na- week. Nashville's lit, huh? Nash Vegas. Nash Vegas Nash is Vegas real. Is, you been? Nah. It's a real Nashville's thing. Nashville's cracking. Nashville's definitely cracking. It's um, a real thing. It's a real thing. There's a lot going on over there. I got to get down there. Good food, obviously music all over the place. But, yeah, man, I was prepared to not like Cleveland, man. I'm going to say, like, I wouldn't move there. You know what I mean? There's but a couple decent streets that you decent, could go have bro. a little bit of grub. And you happen to be with 20 of our homies. So yeah, that helps a little of bit. Of course, always. But it's like, I've been to St. Louis, for instance, right? That's a terrible city. Don't rock with St. Louis. Do not either. rock with it at all. Could not have a good time there if you paid me to. With Cleveland, it, it was decent, man. It kind of reminds me a bit of Milwaukee. 
Um, it was all right. I didn't. I, you didn't like it. I take it at all. No, I don't. You've been there a couple times. I've been there a couple times. I went there for the finals. Yep. So I was only there for a day. Right. We didn't leave one street. We went on. I think it was Fourth Street. That little Fourth Street that area. Fourth Street. Yeah, area. That little alley right there. Yeah. Like twenty restaurants. And then walk straight to the queue from there. So right. Bron. Um. So that was fine. But yeah, I mean, it's fine. Yeah. It was fine, man. I'm it never going to be there if I don't have if to you be don't, there. Okay, so you would never say, let's go like, to Cleveland. I'm never going to be like, You're like, Yo, Joe, you're like Joe Kim Noah. Yes. Nobody takes no, trips to Cleveland. No one goes on vacation. You ever heard someone say they're going on vacation to it's Cleveland? It's just factories. It's factories. There. Like, no, I'm <laughs> no, not No, I liked that. it, man. It had a little bit of charm to it. But again, you know, I think uh, it's cool for me sometimes to get away from the city yeah. and still be in, like, a city. You know, I don't like real, like, rural areas or anything like that. I like architecture and all that. But sometimes it's dealing with Chicago is a major pain. There's a million and a half people walking around the streets all the time, and it was cool, man. Like, that, that's that friendly. old man talking. It's a little bit old, man. I mean, man, you know, that's fine. <laughs> that's the I know old what man I like talking. at this point in life, man. That's we talked about this last time, man. I know what I like at this point in life, man, and I'm, and I'm cool. I love Chicago. Don't get, don't get me wrong, but it was cool to see all Cleveland, right, man. Fuck St. Louis. Yeah, I don't rock with St. Louis. <laughs> that's on. That's on wax on for everything. Um, let's talk about Roquan Smith. Mm-hmm. The Chicago Bears, to give everyone a little background, if you're not in the loop on the Bears, if you're listening to this podcast, you probably are. Roquan Smith is not signed, and he's the only rookie that's not signed. Yep. Nagy, Coach Nagy, slipped up the other day in a presser and basically said, they basically were asking him, like, yo, why is this guy not in camp? What, what's yeah, up? He's like, he's about to start. Like, right. what's going on? He slipped up and said, you know, part of it was the no, uh, like negotiations with the contract involving guarantees getting taken away from him for possibly getting suspended for the new helmet-to-helmet rule, per se. Right. To give a little background on the new no helmet. The new, new no helmet. The new, new, new. The new, new, new. Is this like the fifth version right. or what? Are we still trying to get this right? <laughs> right. Is... I'll read the quote. Pull me up real quick, Aaron. I actually, you don't even need to pull me up yet. You can pull up. Actually, pull up that Roquan article. Yeah, we can take it because we're gonna, we're gonna talk on that. But I have the the actual quote from the league. This is the this is the new rule, and okay. I quote: "It is a foul if a player lowers his head to initiate and make contact with his helmet against an opponent." And McKay said, the NFL league head, McKay said, the the key word is two. So if a running back goes to lower their head to, you know, protect themselves from contact, et cetera, right. that's not a penalty. But it's similar to the launch, the crown of your helmet. Sure. If you duck your head to blow somebody up, regardless of where you hit them now. Yeah, even if you don't, even if you don't end up doing that. You don't have to hit them in the face mask anymore. You don't you can hit them in the chest. But if you lower the crown of your helmet, that's a flag. Automatic. So. And possible ejection, right? And, exactly. Similar to the college, mm-hmm. the new college rule. The big thing is in the terms that they're trying to push through Roquan's contract is if something like this happens and say he gets suspended for a game or he say he's a repeat offender. And he does it in week two, week five. He's always in this situation where right. he's catching flags and getting suspended, getting fined. They want language in the contract to void out his guarantee. Right. 
or potentially void the entire deal. Something something to right. that effect, yes. Right. Is this some type of joke? I, well, why do we do this? Yeah. I don't understand. I can't remember who it was, but there's some other linebackers that got drafted. One by the Bills was yeah, up in dude, the draft. The Bills got his contract I can't remember done. his name. He got his contract done. No problem. No problem. Yep. In camp. In camp. With his teammates, learning the system. Yeah. Vic Fangio needs his boys in there. A hundred percent. Danny Trevathan wants to mesh with the guys that he's going to be playing next to. Right. He's got to come in and learn a whole new defense. He's in the league now. I think his game translates very well. It's very not going well. to be a problem. A hundred percent. But why must we shoot ourselves in the foot in the foot and pull him out of the camp for two weeks? unnecessarily over over something like this and then obviously we let it slip as to why we have him out of camp and you know obviously putting his business out there what it is exactly that's going back and forth and moving all the blame off the bears is really what they're trying to do in that situation right um and just like you said the guy from buffalo got his deal done and they were obviously able to get that done quick before camp and he was with his teams for whatever reason the bears are sitting here going back and forth on this like they always do about petty bullshit right and the article brought up a good point if you really cared why wouldn't it be like, hey, Roquan, we'll guarantee you your money, but we'll work with you, right? Because we have NFL coaches who are paid a lot of money to help you adjust to this league and these new rules, right? Isn't that the coach's job to work with Roquan and give him a different style? And I don't even know if that was his style in college. It's just they're putting it in there, right? Um, so it puts him at a disadvantage of being drafted as a defensive player automatically, right? And... uh it's ridiculous, man. We are two weeks into camp. My question, I don't know if you have the answer to this, is when do you when are you allowed to start negotiating rookie contracts? I'm, from I'm the a, moment you draft from the them? the moment you draft So the money is not an issue because the money's slotted. That was the whole the point of sliding the, money, of sliding the contracts was to end these holdouts. That's a whole other thing. It's right. a whole other thing. It's not a money issue. It's literally, like you said, contractual language as far as voiding guarantees. So it's like saying, hey, we want to hold the right to pull your money back from you. Obviously, he's not going for that. Of course he's not going for that. It's ridiculous, man. When was this rule even put out? I don't even know. I think it was in March. Okay. And then they just had a meeting in June. Okay. To, like, kind of clear it up because, you know, the NFL fucks everything up. Everything up. up. Communication-wise. Yeah. So they came out and set a rule, and everybody was like, wait, what? You can't lower your helmet. Yeah. So they were like, oh, shit, we better bring these guys in here to talk about this and, like, clear this rule up a little bit. So the Bears didn't know about it until June. I mean, Bears, no, Bears knew about it in March. Okay. And then th there was clarification in June. Okay. But regardless, this is what it is for me. It's al You're alienating your first pick in the draft. Yep. You're showing your true colors as an organization. Yep. You're showing that you're not about winning ball games. You're not about the player. You're about the bottom line, and you're about – it doesn't matter. Like, nothing else matters but the bottom line. 100%. Like, we need to have an out on guaranteed money. I don't, and Dude, I, I, I should look up Roquan's deal. Is the guaranteed money even that much? For, you know, no, these, no, the rookie for, contracts but are what not is fully, it? But First what is round it, picks are fully guaranteed now. But what, so, Okay, so what's his five-year so deal? I think four Dar year and Darnold is what, like 30 million over four years, something like that. Four years, 32 million. He's and, number two, though. Right, so you got to figure Roquan's is probably around four years, 26, 27 so, million dollars. But still, $25 million? Yeah, it's, it's, it's petty. The organization we're not makes talking money about, hand over fist. We're not talking about yeah. $80 million guaranteed for a quarterback right. or a big new free agent right. deal. We're talking about $25 million. That you're guaranteeing for your 
for for a linebacker that you hope to play linebacker in the Bears uniform for 15 seasons. 100%. It's outrageous. And you're going back and forth with them over something that petty. When, petty. Leagues, when deals around the league are getting done, for some reason, we're the last team to get our pick signed. Well, it listen, does not make sense. And that's the first thing I thought of because Sam Darnold just signed with the Jets yeah. a couple days ago. Yeah. And it was the same bullshit holdout about like PD use. Or, yeah, yeah, If he yeah. got caught with some drugs or something that they could void his guaranteed money. Right. They were like, no, nah, no, nah, we're not doing that. Right. Like, We want you in camp yeah. playing with your teammates, getting ready for the season. We'll figure out the rest of it when that happens, if that happens. Because it's a big if. But even yeah. still, they took all day. They took all day, yeah. It was us and, it was us and the Jets. Yeah. And you know what's similar about us and the Jets? We haven't fucking won ball games for a long time. Yeah. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yep. Like this stuff doesn't happen with the Patriots. Not or at all. this stuff doesn't happen with other just prominent the Steelers. Well, apparently it doesn't happen with twenty nine other teams. Right. This is what I'm you saying. You find a way to get it done. But like you find you find the organizations that do this type of stuff. It's the Jets, it's the Bears, yeah. and it's garbage ownership, and we don't win. Yeah. And the loyal fans suffer all day. All the time. Now listen to this. So I'm thinking like, hey, this Roquan Smith deal has to be some type of singularity. Like maybe they just tried to slip this in. Right. But this goes back to Leonard Floyd and Mitch Trubisky. Yeah. I saw that. And I quote, shout out Dan Graziano. This is a great uh, Roquan Smith article for the Bears. Um, A review of recent Bears first-round draft uh, contracts finds that 2016 first-round draft pick Leonard Floyd and 2017 first-round pick Mitchell Trubisky can have their guarantees voided if a player in question engages in conduct conduct reasonably judged by a club, adversely affect or reflect on the club, makes any public comment to the media that the club determines in its sole discretion, breaches a material obligation. In its sole discretion. In its sole discretion is key. (laughs) Breaches a material obligation of loyalty to a club and or materially undermines the public uh, the public respect or it's criticizing or, or criticizing the club, basically. So the first part about that, as far as the contract detrimental to the team and however you decide to define that certain things, I don't necessarily have an issue with that. Right. If you go around and you to be very extreme with it, do some Aaron Hernandez type shit or whatever it might be. Yes. Your contract should be able to be voided for serious things like that. Right. Comments detrimental to the team is now controlling your players and what they say to the media, meaning that a player, and if it's at their sole discretion, let's say that one day um, Leonard Floyd just vents about something that happened in practice or about his coaches or about the organization or whatever it is. Basically, the Bears can then now jump in and void his contract for that. And to be fair, in the contract, they have, it's a it's like a two-piece, like you, you get a warning. Yeah. So like you get a warning, and then they could start. Then then they could technically take action after the second. But like, what what is their sole discretion? All it really right. means is someone in the Bears has to not like what you said. Hundred percent. That's it. All it takes is one person in the Bears who matters. Compounded by playing badly. Yeah. And it's like you know what? Like we're done they, with him. If they really wanted to, like oh, we're gonna void this. And yeah, we're we gonna void this, this and be gone. Here. But we'll just we'll just void it on the basis of what he said. When in reality, it's pretty much based on play on the field and things like that, right? The Roquan Smith thing is even more ridiculous because, again, I mean, this is a new rule. I can't stress enough. The coaches should coach him, get him in there, show him, hey, man, this is what they're looking for, right? When the league does this, and I'm not going to give any credit to the NFL, but when the league does this, they send out these videos that have examples of exactly what it is that they're talking about. Me and the Bears have had these videos since March. 
I mean, they've had since March to figure out a way on how to coach him to get him out of this area, right? Yeah. I mean, they've had since however long to negotiate a contract. I just don't get the whole negotiating contracts two weeks into camp. You don't see this in the NBA. Those guys are all signed, right? Dude. You don't see this in other leagues. I don't, I, don't, I don't get it. We are two weeks into training camp, and your number one pick isn't there. A guy who's, like you said, is going to be a focal point of your defense isn't there. And this is a position where you need to learn the plays. Right, this is a position where a hundred. It's not. He's not a left tackle, you know what I mean. Where he's just gonna go. And I, no, no disrespect to left tackles, they learn the shit too. But he's not just gonna but go hey, in there and do what he's been doing his whole here entire comes life. Von Miller. This yeah. is what you do right here. Yeah, Pick exactly. Right. You block him. Right, one hundred percent. No, this is. Hey, you need to read the defense. You're gonna be out there being a leader, like you said. Trevathan needs to build that bond with them. Like that. That's a very strong thing. And this dude is a big-time player who's going to play for us immediately. Why are we haggling over something like this? Give him the deal. You know, take a leap of faith, just like you did when you drafted him seventh overall, and go for it, man. There's no reason that we're sitting here still arguing about this shit. It's the most Bearsiest shit of all time. It's this super- is why we're stuck in neutral forever. You finally got some good momentum with Trubisky looking good, throwing some good passes to Robinson from the videos and throwing some good passes to Taylor Gabriel and things like that. You got some momentum. The fan base is energized, right? For the first time in however many years, I'm excited. Yo, I'm, I'm ready to up. watch some Bears football. I could yeah. not watch last year. I could not watch the year before, right? I, I passively watched games. I really only watched because we had to come and talk about it. <laughs> I would have rather been doing right. something else with my time. Now I'm excited. I don't care if we win three ball games. I'm excited to see what it looks like. Yeah. But the thing that I don't understand is when you finally get the momentum with your fans, you pull some shit like this and it just reminds you that we are the Chicago Bears. Every fucking time. Every time. Every man. time. It doesn't matter what it is. And I know if you're an NFL player, every time you hear the NBA – you have to get sick to your sick. Stomach. If you're an NFL player, every time you hear Yo, the NBA, you every say, time. Where, where did I go wrong? Yo, like, I wish I, I could go been, back to 16 years old. I should have been hooping. Worked on my jumper. The NFLPA is garbage. Uh, terrible. They should clean that whole slate of folks. Yeah, Demora Smith needs to go. They, they need, all to, need go. to go. They're, all that needs to yeah. – all that, like, the between between stuff like this and the contract and the owners trying to flex constant Always. control. Constantly trying to flex control over the players with we, – we obviously won't get into – you know the the kneeling and the national anthem. Yeah, that's a whole other topic. That's a But constantly trying to flex control of like we we control we you. control the whole thing. It's we about control the, the players. Between that, the uh, the tag the franchise tagging situation, yep. the fo- the the rookie contract with a fifth year team option. Yeah. Where if you're balling, they just they just add another. Hey, we're gonna go ahead and keep you around. Yeah, another they'll year. add you another year yeah. for for four million dollars right. or three and a half million dollars. Between transition tags, shout out Kyle Fuller. Yeah. Like I mean, all types of shit that they need to non guaranteed money. Non-guaranteed the money isn't money. even close to what it is it's in the just NBA. Awful, dude. It's just ridiculous. And just like you said, it's all about the owners in the NFL. You can name the owner. Of every single NFL team right now. You cannot name the owner of the Atlanta Hawks. No. You don't know who owns the Denver Nuggets. I know who owns the Denver Nuggets because he owns Arsenal. Okay, whatever. And, okay, yeah, shout but out. you have a reason for that yeah. on that. You don't know who owns the Milwaukee Bucks. <laughs> right. You don't care. I got a question. Can Matt Nagy come out and be like, hey, man, I, would, I need to have him in camp. I hope they get that stuff settled upstairs. With a little force on it in the press conference. You think he doesn't have the same language in his contract? He's a team employee. Mm, it's the difference between a player and a coach. He's a team employee. 
Coaches do not – you rarely see coaches come in and really criticize the owner and stuff like that because they work for the team. They're not but, on the same type of contract. What? But if you have any rope when you're a coach, it's before your first season. 100%. Because everybody's high on you. Yeah. We, we're about to see a shotgun offense yeah. out by the lake. Yeah. We're excited about Nagy. He's going to bring offense, Trubisky. They're going to be making moves. So why not come out? I understand what you're saying. I didn't even think about the kind yeah. like that. That's that They're language employees. is probably in his contract. Yeah, they don't, right? they don't have a player's. But why not come out and be like, "Hey, listen, we need this guy in camp. Whatever you guys got to do to get this finished up and Let's get him it. in camp, do it and do it as soon as possible." I'm tired of. I don't want to answer questions about this anymore. I'm as upset as you guys. I want him in camp, so you mean, and can, I'm not sure why he's not in. You camp. mean can he come out in a press conference and say that? Yes. He'd never do that. But but why not? Because he's scared. That's I mean, he's a new coach. He's a team employee, man. He's it's it's different, man. The play, there's the players in the organization, and the coaches are the organization. So if the organization has a problem with this contract situation, that that's all with them, right? It's the same thing. Like remember when Revis was holding out on the Jets? Like you know, it wouldn't. Ryan never really came out and criticized the organization. It was just all we want Darrell Revis in camp. It was never, hey, Woody Johnson needs to sign him. It's just not how it goes. They're 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 but one some, with the Why gym. not, why not the put the envelope there? I'm not. I understand. I'm playing a little right. devil's advocate. 100. Yeah. And I know he's not Bill Belichick. He's right? not. <laughs> he's not. You know but even that was a pissing match last year between Belichick and Kraft. This man has won five Super Bowls. S- s- shut up and own. Just go upstairs. Well, sit th- in your box. that's a little different because Kraft just loves Tom Brady so much that he would. I love Tom Brady. So would, much. <laughs> what do you mean? What is there not to love? He would, he would burn the franchise down before he got rid of Tom. Brady. I probably would too. So they just went to the Super different. Bowl again. That's a little different. Yeah. Okay. I understand. Um, but you know, either way, man, I just I wish that people would be human more. And I get it because I think at the end of the day, people. I mean, shout out Harbaugh. Like he said whatever he wanted, but as soon as it went bad in San Fran, that he was gone. Gone. Right. Like gone. No. No. We're right? good. No. Like go, no. Go back leeway, to college right? where there's yeah. So that's kind of why coaches don't do that. But man, I love when they do. Like I loved when Harbaugh did that. I wish Nagy would come out and but, be like, hey, man, this is our first-round pick. We need him in camp. Or Fangio. Like, yo, we need this guy but, in camp, But you man. almost answered your own question by saying the owners of the NFL are that powerful that nobody wants to go there. It's our league. Right? That's the difference, man. The NFL, why not be a lion, bro? And just like, hey, like, kind of like Harbaugh did it. Like, I'm doing this my way. We're winning games. And if I'm doing it my way and we don't win games, then I'll leave because you can kick me out Because anyway. Matt Nagy doesn't have a Michigan job to fall back on. Fair. There's 32 jobs in the NFL. They're all taken, and Matt Nagy doesn't have the prestige. But to if go you're take losing anyway, you're gonna you're you're gone anyway. Yeah. But don't so, but don't so get don't, my guy in camp. Don't speed that up by already having them pissed off, and then you go lose. And it's like, hey, we don't fuck with him to begin with. Let's get him out of here. Like so, so. In other words, instead of four seasons, you end up getting three. You, you cost up, yourself you end up six million. Two. It's the Bears, baby. <laughs> <laughs> you might get two. Well, Fox got three. And yeah, Trustman got two. Yeah, Trustman had high, high expectations. Though. He, Fox, I guess, knew. We knew it was a Band-Aid. Fox, Fox, Fox was just getting a check. That was retirement. Wow, he, what dude, is he, he doing did. right he now? He's just chilling. He, chilling. Just he knew. Even, he was checked out last year. He didn't know what was going on. <laughs> That's a, Again, you have the excitement. New head coach. Second-year quarterback who's finally taking the reins from day one. Yo, close out the season. Completion percentage is like 68, 68%. My boy Anthony Miller in the fold. Monster. Monster. Shout out D Rose. Shout out Memphis. Yeah, real talk. Shout, shout out, out Kyle Shout Party. out D Rose. 
Um, <laughs> shout out Jabari for defending D-Rose. One of the realest clips I've ever seen. We, we can talk yeah. about that another time, but that shit was super real. He said Derek's a legend, and I agree with that, and people need to leave my man D-Rose alone. I don't care. I don't care. I, I'm standing on that island forever. But I'm mixed on that. No, leave it alone, bro. Sit back, step well, back, and evaluate and appreciate it for what it was. Derek wrote, like, like Jabari said, people get injured. You get injured right now. Yeah. It happens. Facts. I'm not... Stop. <laughs> we can tangent on this real quick if you want, but I, I, I was out the D Rose camp. I was trying to get out the D Rose camp, but I understood that, like, yo, Derek's a legend. So that's 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 besides that. But like, yo, the momentum's there, man. Shout like out I'm Memphis. saying, we're lifelong Bears fans. I'm literally telling you, bro. Like, I've been completely detached the last couple of years. Like, my soul hurts watching this team. You know what I mean? Kind of yeah. like where you were with the Bulls last year when you were like, yo, I'm not no, going. I didn't to go, the- bro. Yeah, I'm not going. I'm not watching. I watch because I got to talk about it. Like. Honestly, That's where I'm yeah. at with the Bulls, I, the Bears. I'm sorry. I have not had that optimism the last few years, man. Like, I, I haven't. And I still don't think we're going to be that good this year. That over 100 at 7.5 is a joke to me. Um, pound the under, if you know anything. Is it all the way up to 7.5? I think it was 7.5. It was either 6.5 or 7.5. It was 5.5, like, when it first came out. So I could see it being – there's no way it's at 7.5. I thought it was at 7.5 when we were talking about I don't see 5.5 wins. Oh, uh, you're nuts, bro. Run that schedule. I'll tell you right now. I mean, we first off, we got it. So here, here and it, we, we played the AFC East, right? But we played New England at home, which is bad for us because you'd rather, you're going to lose to them regardless. So you'd rather give up, go lose See, to them on the road the so you get another home game. Win. Yeah, right. Against who? Shout out the Steelers game last year. Yeah, okay. That was a fluke. We could fluke one. You don't, you don't fluke. You're not fluking time. How about this? If we play New England at home, which we do. We have a shot. If we go out there, that's a 0%. No, we have no shot at all. I'd rather take another one of those home games against the Dolphins or the Bills or somebody else in their whack division. Nah, we're gonna, we'll are gonna we break down the whole schedule coming up here pretty soon. Yeah. We ain't, we ain't going to get into um, that, but I'm confident we get some wins. I'm not. But either way, <laughs> um, but I'm okay with that. I'm cool. I, I'm, I'm, I just want to see progress. I'm not looking at the win and loss column this year. I just want to see progress. And again, I was excited for that. But here we go with more bullshit. Now he's two weeks behind. It's just bullshit. Yeah. And honestly, I don't think it's going to matter. When he gets in camp, he's going to be knocking motherfuckers' heads off. That's what he does. So I don't even think it's that big of a deal, but I still rather him be there. You'd rather him be you there, man. Me? Two weeks is two weeks, man. And more for me, before we close this segment out, for me, it's about the alien nation and him getting a peek inside how we do shit. Yeah, he's like he's a virgin to that. Yeah, he's coming from Georgia. Right, he doesn't he doesn't know much about the Bears and right. the organization and how we go about business. And the first thing he gets to is he can't go to camp and play ball well, and he's, strap he's, up. He's learning about the business now. They don't want they want to try to void his dollars for possibly getting suspended for a new helmet rule that might it's, not it's ever ridiculous. happen. Yeah, it, it's it, crazy. it is ridiculous, man. No catch-up, Chicago. Let's rotate to the Cubs. We're not going to break down no games. We're going to give you some Thank opinions you. on this. <laughs> <laughs> this um, this A-Rod, you Darvis situation. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, so you can pull that up for me. Actually, you keep it like that, Aaron. But this whole you Darvis situation, you know what's time it is with you Darvis. We yeah. signed him for 100 and and everything. He's an Evanstonian too. Yeah, he lives in Evanston. Yeah, we uh, yeah, he lives right on the beach. <laughs> he was over by his house the other day. 
Shout out you, Darvish. He's trying to put up a fence, and, and he needs to ask the he city. He must not know about Evans. They're, like, they're not going. Hold on. Nah. <laughs> Evans is like the NFL owner. It's like, yo, you, you live how we live. Yeah. You say, I don't care who you are. You, right. Darvish, whoever. Yeah. Ain't no you, fence for you. Nah, no thanks. <laughs> we don't need you messing up the lake for Yeah, it's not happening, Appreciate bro. it, though, bro. <clears throat> um, you, Darvish situation, he signs for 100 and a half plus, and he has been a zero. When he when he did pitch, we thought we had an ace. We don't have anything at the moment, right? A Rod on Sunday Night Baseball a couple days ago. Cubs are in uh, St. Louis playing, and A Rod basically. I'm gonna play the clip. A Rod was basically like, "Listen, if you're not getting better." And you're not out here supporting these other guys that are actually playing and getting healthy. You have no business out here in the clubhouse, basically. Listen mm. to A Rod, uh, Alex Rodriguez, Sunday Night Baseball, ESPN. It's been a very sobering year with the debacle of the start of you, Darvish. It's been devastating. I mean, a guy to start a six-year contract with three of the worst months you can ever see. I mean, I know he threw a ten-pitch bullpen. Then a 60-pitch bullpen, and then he said his arm was hurting. When you have 25 players coming to the stadium, you're there to do one thing, that's win a ball game. You want all the energy, all the focus, all the analytics, all the stretching. What are we going to do today to win a ball game? You should be in Arizona somewhere getting treated, but don't get in the way of 25 players going after one mission that's win a ball game. Mm. Interesting. Who said that? A Rod, Alex uh, Rodriguez. Alex Rodriguez. First off, <laughs> oh, that guy. Oh, okay. Like we could we could go into who said it and all that. Well, that's I think that's a huge part of it. First off, let me shout out. First off, A Rod can get in the booth right now on Sunday Night Baseball and say whatever he wants because he's feeling untouchable. His life is incredible right now. Mm-hmm. He's got some endorsements back. His girlfriend's Jennifer Lopez. Yep. She looks f- like she's 25 years old. Crazy. His girl's J-Lo. Anaconda was on TV the other day. Like, that's, first off, sleeper flick. Sleeper flick. If you haven't seen Anaconda. Sleeper flick. Yo, Ice big- Cube, J-Lo, John Voight. <laughs> Yo, big shout out to Quick on <laughs> the Anaconda reference. Good movie. If you haven't seen Anaconda, Ice Cube, Jennifer Lopez, and John Voight. AKA Angelina Jolie, Mr. Jolie, yeah, is in that flick, and, 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 and J Lo is looking very, very good in that movie. It's a and it's very entertaining. Very entertaining. That's so funny. You very entertaining. Shout out Ice Cube chasing snakes through the uh, the Amazon or wherever the fuck he All was. Day. Yeah, <laughs> but bring up. Let's go back to this A Rod. How do you feel about what he said? In short, he basically is like this. Deal so far has been a catastrophe. You're now the main focus of a team is to travel all around the country, 25 players, get W's in Chicago and and wherever else they're at. And if you're not a part of that and doing that, you're a distraction. And almost like, why are you in the clubhouse? And while he was saying this on Sunday Night Baseball, because I was watching it live, the camera's on you, Darvish, in the in the in the clubhouse. Right. Not in the clubhouse, but right. in the dugout. Does it have does it have reverence? Because after we talk about this, I'm going to play the clip of Joe Madden and what he had to say about so, it. So, I mean, I think I know you want me to ignore 
the uh, the A Rod factor of it. So I'm, I'm gonna give you two parts on this. First, you shouldn't throw stones if you live in a glass house. And I understand he's gotten his second lease on life right now. I mean, A-Rod was a pariah six or seven years ago, right? Nobody wanted any part of him. Um, so I think it's funny to me that now he has started to feel himself enough to be comfortable enough and publicly come out and bash another player. When when he was getting bashed, she was the guy saying, hey, the media shouldn't be bashing me, all that. So I think it's funny how you become what you hate. Right. So that that's that's kind of from my, my little A-Rod piece because he was getting dragged in New York during that whole situation when he was just bold faced lying to the people in camera. Everybody nice. knew he was juicing. He pissed on his cousin's floor. Look up the story if you don't believe me. Walked into his cousin's house and pissed on his floor. Facts. Wait, what? You never heard that? No. So his cousin was like, uh, yeah, his cousin was one of the dudes who would go get the steroids from from the guy, right? Yeah. And there's a story that A-Rod went to his cousin's house, which is a house that A-Rod had bought for his cousin. And just to pretty much show his cousin that, like, yo, I own you type shit. You never heard this? No. A-Rod walked into his house and took a piss on his floor and left. left. Like, you never, I run this Yeah, I run, this is my shit. I'll piss on the floor if I want to. I bought you this house. I gave you this life. That's a true um, story. Yeah, I'm surprised you never heard this. I find no. weird shit like that. Either way, whatever, man. Um, so that's the first part. The second part of it is we criticize players for doing the opposite, right? We just dragged Kawhi through the mud for not showing up to playoff games, even though he wasn't a part of the five that were playing, right? We criticize players when they aren't around their team and they're rehabbing. We criticize players when it seems like they're detached, right? You is just trying to get in there and be around his teammates and show him, hey, guys, I'm out here trying to get ready to do battle with you. Now, if you're if you if the state of his injury and all that, that's a whole other story, right? I don't understand a 10-pitch bullets and pulpin session and what exactly you get out of that. Right. And I've never heard of anything like that. But um, at the same time, man, I think he's trying to show, like, look, he understands the situation. He understands he signed for $125 million and all eyes are on him and he's not playing right now. But he's trying to be out there with his teammates, running the field, throwing some balls, all that stuff. I don't think he's a distraction. I don't think Anthony Rizzo is in BP looking at you, Darvish, like, man, what the fuck is this guy doing here? Anthony Rizzo is focused on winning the ball game. I yeah, don't. There I don't. Was, there was a, there was a clip that came out that Rizzo came out and gave him a hug today in the clubhouse, told him yeah. he loved him, stuff like that. Yeah, this is not like the, this. This Cubs team is a tight knit group, and I understand he just got there, but. I don't I don't see that as a distraction. I can't I can't see a reason that the Cubs would lose a game is because you Darvish was out there running around before the game. I mean, he's just yeah. like any other pitcher who's not pitching that day. I agree. I agree with what you're saying. And I also agree to some degree with A-Rod as well. Because if you're not healthy, go get healthy. Don't travel. Do whatever you have to do to do whatever you have to do to be pitching every fifth day. Sure. I don't need you to I don't I don't need you throwing 10 pitches just so you could be like, hey, I threw 10. Hey guys, I'm trying to get back. Forget all that, bro. Go get healthy. Come back and pitch. Because a lot of peculiar shit's going on with his arm and Yeah, so he's not talking can, can because get, all of a sudden he's he doesn't feel like he can communicate. Well, he yeah, he speaks his, he speaks English. Yeah, right. Like so like <laughs> there's like a lot of lot a lot of different shit going on. And I don't so, know I don't dude, I don't over the years, you know me very well when it comes to sports. I have no remorse for someone making thirty million dollars. I don't want to hear any excuses. Nah. Like none. So you're making thirty million dollars, you're supposed to be the ace, you're the prize possession of our offseason. You come over now all of a sudden you can't talk to the media. You, 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 you're not talking to your teammates that much because 
you don't feel comfortable and you're now you're all of a sudden a recluse and right. you can't talk to anyone and something's wrong with your arm but no one knows what it is so I, I was gonna ask you go ahead no it, it's there's a lot of gray area on what's going on what, what is the background of this injury because I, I don't follow the cubs there's, that closely i just know he has not no, pitched in forever no real clear-cut answer like, like did he get hurt doing something or all been, of a sudden was he hurt like I think it's a little bit of both. He was throwing, and all of a sudden he he just it's a it's a lot of different. Is, is it kind of Markel Fultzish? It's a, it's very Markel Fultzish. <laughs> He's got like, the Markel Fultz. He wasn't like throwing, and all of a sudden he pulled up and grabbed his arm. He was blowing games after the fifth inning, and all of a sudden he was hurt. Yeah, and all of a sudden he had blisters and like all the, like a little. He's weird. got the yips. It was, yeah, it was like little. It was weird shit, right? Yeah, yeah. So. If you're not, if you're not, get get back to where you're pitching every fifth day, like you're supposed to be. And and you don't believe that you can do that in the presence of your teammates and you the trainers. You definitely can. I don't agree with that, but yeah. Rod. But I think what Arod was saying is, if you need to go to Arizona and remove yourself and completely focus on getting healthy, do that. If you well, think if you think you can get healthy and be ready with the team, do that as well. well but I think Arod was saying. I don't think he can get healthy. He's obviously not healthy yet, so he needs to be focused on that. And I don't know if fo- I don't know if traveling with the team and doing all that is the best way to go about it. If it's a case of the yips and the Cubs know that, I have no problem with that. Now, if you're saying he needs to go to re- Arizona rehab his arm, and that's what they've told him he needs to do, and he's just choosing not to do that, yeah, no, that's, that's one story. Case. So that's not the case, right? So obviously the team is okay with him traveling. My my thing is just where does Air. Again, not to keep taking it to A-Rod, but where do you get off telling him this stuff? Because we know that you went and hid. You hid in Miami. You hid in Arizona. We know what you did. We know where you went, right? And we know that you bold-faced lied for years. And I'm not – let me back this up by saying I don't give a fuck about the steroid era. I just don't. I don't care. It doesn't bother me. It didn't ruin any part of baseball for me. I don't give a fuck. I agree with you. I assume that every single player from that era was juicing. You know why? Because you could. And you could get big and dollars. And you could get big dollars. So and if you would have told me, hey, Nick, take this needle and you could sign for $100 million after you hit 50 boppers, mm-hmm. I'm going to take that needle and worry about the rest later. So I'm not worried about it um, as far as that. And that, I have nothing against A-Rod as far as using the dope, right? It's just the same as the Lance Armstrong thing. The, 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 the way that you went about defending yourself when you knew you were clearly guilty poor. was very poor. poor. Right? You, you trashed the organization. <laughs> poor. You trashed Major League right. Baseball. You know, you didn't go as far as Armstrong and start suing people who didn't have the money to fight you in court. He's a true piece of shit. But at the same time, um, yeah, I just don't understand where these people get off and a lot of these former players and all that become holier than thou and understanding what you Darvish needs to do. I actually take my hat off to you Darvish for going out there with his teammates and being with his teammates because again, we trash players when they don't do that. We trash guys who are injured and stay at home. We trash guys who don't sit on the bench. We trash guys who aren't there. At least he's there. Yeah, he's not facing the music as far as pressers and things like that, but he's there. He has to answer to his teammates. He's not hiding I'm from them. trashing dudes that are getting paid 30 and, and, aren't, and aren't playing and right. there's no clear cut reason And why. that's a separate so that's, issue. That's a separate issue. But the real issue is he's doing a disservice by being there, and I don't think so. I agree. Let's listen to because uh, obviously Joe Madden had to combat this, and let's 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 listen to what Joe did. had to say. To me, is uh, plastic and probably rehearsed in advance was definitely uh, a contrived situation. So that part of it, I really didn't like either. Beyond the substance, it definitely was not extemporaneous, and and that really is a concern too. Because if you walk into our locker room. Uh, trying to substantiate something you've already made up your mind to do, that that's kind of bothersome because these guys, 
but they see us two or three times a year. They're not in the presence of all of our guys all the time. They really have no business making those kind of comments. So having said all that, for me, it's not about empowering Alex. I mean, I do not want to do that whatsoever. It's, it's not about that. And, and from our perspective, <clears throat> because I think that's what he's looking for is empowerment. And the other part is, from our perspective, nobody contaminates our space. You as an individual should not permit it. We as a group are not going to permit it. Uh, we have a very tightly knit group. Uh, we have a, <laughs> These guys are wonderful. They interact so well together, not only among themselves, with coaches in front office, etc. It's a very tightly knit group. So when you t- attempt to come into our sanctum and, and say or make those kind of comments in a, a predetermined uh, negative way, uh, I don't take county to that. Couldn't agree more. I, I, it was manufactured. Joe, you, know, you know Joe Madden had to get deep on it yeah, real quick. Because, look, Joe Madden's <laughs> been around this game for a minute, and he knows about A-Rod. He's not going for A-Rod, bro. A-Rod, it is manufactured. A-Rod was waiting for his he isn't goes. That, hey, isn't that his job now, though? To be completely manufactured and ungenuine? No, not, I don't think. That think was rehearsed. Was being, that was rehearsed. Was being ingenuine, you, you think though? that it just happened to have you, Darvish, pop up the screen, and then that thought popped up originally in his head? No. no, I'm not saying he did. He was waiting for he you, Darvish. He it. wanted to talk about it. He told them hey, at some point. He queued up the video. That wasn't live. He queued it up. Come on, man. It was it was rehearsed. It was manufactured. He, what Joe Man is basically saying, dude, you were sitting there waiting to get this takeoff, and now you're trying to come in here and separate what we got going on. Yeah, and I'm not going to empower you. Right. Because that's all you want is to continue to be empowered because you were torn down. You were torn down. Right, hundred percent. At the end of the day, it was unnecessary. Unnecessary. But I can bet you money. There's some people in the locker room that think that that agree with what he's sure. But that's amongst the locker room. Let them come out now. If Anthony Rizzo or Chris Bryant or somebody, Javi Baez, shout out Amago, Javi Baez. Hey, three run homer today. <laughs> you already know Javi the best out, in the world. If he comes out and says it, that's different because those guys are in the grind. They understand what's going on. They're behind the scenes. A Rod is not. A-Rod is not connected to anybody in the club's clubhouse. He doesn't know what's going on. Again, the man was banished, blackballed, done, bye, pay you to go away. You know what I mean? So I I just, I can't, I can't agree with that. And I just don't think that he's poisoning the clubhouse by being there. I don't think that he's taking the focus off of this group. And you're really almost discrediting them a team that won the World Series two years ago by saying they can't handle the U Darvish distraction. I just love how Joe gets so philosophical. He does. I'm not going to empower it. him. I'm not going to empower him. Yeah. You're not going to come into my space. And yeah, ruin it's our, our space. space. Yeah. You shouldn't allow anyone to ruin your space. I won't allow anyone to ruin our space. And well we're going to keep winning games. And that's it. That's that. <laughs> I mean, Joe it, it, it's, is a goat. it's very, it's very straightforward, but it's the truth, man. I, I don't, I just, I'm, I'm kind of, I'm just done with these. As I give a hard take, these hard takes on this shit, because yeah. it's just like, a hey, Rod, just enjoy it, man. People like you as an announcer. People like you now. People like you now. Don't become controversial. You're winning now. You're winning you now. You should be up. He honestly don't show your ass. Should be smiling yeah. ear to ear and talk about how great everybody. Don't is. piss on the floor. <laughs> the floor, Yo, your floor I'm is gonna clean. Have to look up that. Oh, look that up, man. It's great. He walked into his cousin's house and pissed on the floor. Yeah, I gotta look up that story. That's what two hundred million dollar contract will do. Two fifty two. Two fifty two. Shout out Scott Boys. Several. Shout out Scotty. Yeah, Boris. like <laughs> they banished you, bro. <laughs> you are not Jeter. I'm sorry. You still can't be Derek Jeter. Yeah, that get might, it through your head. That might burn him up a little bit. It does burn him up. It burned up his entire Yankees career. 
You can't be Jeter. He got a ring. Hey, what did, Jay, what did Draymond say to uh, Paul Pierce? They don't love you like that. They don't love you like that. They don't love you Kobe. like <laughs> You ain't Kobe. He said, you thought you was going to get a farewell <laughs> yeah. tour? He said, they don't love you they like don't that. They don't love you like that. You ain't Jeter. You don't got <laughs> baskets waiting in the limo. You ain't Jeter. They don't love you like that, you homie. It's all good, but you have reinvented yourself. This is a career you can do forever. Just chill. And this girl is crazy now. Yeah, it's all His good. life is good well, he's been He's been on that path. He's always had... The diamonds on deck. He had the money, right? But he, um, you know, he got a little divorce and shit. We ain't gonna talk about. Yeah, we gotta talk about his let's, personal life. But I mean, uh, yeah, he got a couple divorces. Probably. Yeah, yeah, the Yankees yeah. divorced his ass. No catch up, Chicago. Let's pivot to uh, where are we with? I got a couple. I got oh, a couple man. questions so these, for you. These, I don't know what's coming, right? You don't know what's coming, All right? right? Pull it. Pull me up on the screen. Where are we with the NFL Hall of Fame? Class okay. of 2018, big shout out. I wanted to bring this up because our boy Brian Erlacher put in a shift for the Chicago Bears. Is in the uh, in the class of 2018. <laughs> to Ray Lewis, Randy Moss. This is m- m- one of my favorite classes ever. Probably yep. my favorite class, just because this was these were the guys when we were young. Brian Dawkins, Terrell Owens, Randy Moss, B. Lack, Ray Lewis. Shout out Brian Dawkins. Don't think it's cushy. Don't think it's cushy. Don't think it's cushy. Just because I don't curse, don't think it's cushy. <laughs> Where are we with the NFL Hall of Fame and that whole thing that went down with T.O.? Is it that big of a deal to you? It should should No. Is, does it go on an individual thing? Talk to me. First off, there's nothing more individual than the Hall of Fame. It is an individual situation. You are celebrating your accomplishments, right? T.O. can do his Hall of Fame situation wherever the hell he damn well pleases. I love if he wants to go back to UT Chattanooga and do it over there, that is Chattanooga, right? I think so, yeah. He can do that. He's earned that right. First off, he he didn't make it his first time around, right? Yeah. Which is ridiculous. That's the big controversy. Which is ridiculous. T.O., without a doubt, is one of the best wide receivers ever to play this game. Statistically, eye test, everything about it. There's no – you can say what you want to about off the field, and he did some wild shit – um, never not anything even, that was, but yeah, really. and never anything that was crazy enough to where you'd be like, oh, he disrespected the game. I mean, he did some push ups in his front yard, so what? He used to mess up the locker room crazy. Bro. Yeah, a little bit, but he'd also get a thousand, twelve hundred yards and fifteen touchdowns. Yeah, and, and play the Super Bowl with leg. a broken leg. Facts, facts only. So no cap. Um, a hundred percent, bro. Um, so again, I, I just if he doesn't want to go there, he doesn't want to go there. What, what, what is the problem with this? Where are these people again? Power. Former players and all this coming out, all oh, this is disrespectful, woo woo woo, all this bullshit. Like, dude, T.O. has the right. He's a grown ass man. He doesn't work for y'all anymore. If he wants to celebrate the Hall of Fame, his accomplishments and the way that he feels comfortable doing so, he has earned that right. Send him his jacket in the mail. He'll be fine. He doesn't want to be there. He doesn't want to do your dog and pony show. It's all good. Everybody else is going to be there. Ray Lewis will give you plenty of that. Yes, he is. He, yeah, he'll give you plenty of that. He's going to give you the sermon. The whole thing. Everything. We might be there for five hours listening to Ray. Yeah. Going down paths of which I don't know what he's talking about. <laughs> and beating his chest. So that's fine. You got plenty of characters. You got Randy. What do you think, Brandy? What do you think? Yeah, Randy will be another character. Yeah. What do you think Erlacher will, will say? Not too much, man. He's just not too much. He's yeah, going to go out there, say his a, thing, tell some regu- jokes. He's like a regular stuff. You know what he should real. say? Here you go, Lance. Here's half my jacket. <laughs> Coming in hot. Yeah, yeah. Lance. Here's the, half. Here's half my take jacket. Take half mine. Thank you for making me look so good. I like Lack. 
don't get it twisted. I'm not anti Urlacher, so everybody chill, but we know who else was putting in work. Lance was putting in big work. Big work. Lance probably doesn't make the Hall of Fame either. Uh, that's bullshit. He was a fucking eight-time Pro Bowler. He probably doesn't make the Hall of Fame, though. In whose world is Lance Briggs not a Hall of Famer? In mine, he's a 100% Hall he's of Famer. He's a first ballot Hall of no Famer. No doubt. Lance Briggs is one of the best linebackers. Up, I mean, there's obviously some legends in the linebacker game, but he's one of he's a, he's a top tier. He was a premier linebacker, linebacker premier, his entire career. Premier. Entire career was a premier linebacker. Might have never lifted a weight a day in his life. Type I mean, guy. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Natural, just Naturally linebacker. just good. You know, a little flabby out there from time to time, but Lance just did his thing. Just wanted his money. That's all he cared yeah. about. Didn't need the fame. Didn't need the recognition. But Brian Urlacher will tell you that Lance Briggs was a big part of what they did. But as far as Urlacher's going to go, I don't think you're going to get a whole bunch from him. I think he's pretty well media trained. He's not necessarily the most – You know, he's not the most flashy guy. He doesn't have a ton of character. Yeah. Um. He, he doesn't, <laughs> does he get hair on his uh, bust? <clears throat> they got it. No, they got to do bald head. <laughs> they got to do bald head. He got to be the baldy lack, They got to do right? the baldy lack. That's the only lack we know. That's the only lack I this know. This new lack, this collegiate lack, I'm not going this for that. This new lack, I don't know. Yeah, but, I mean, Brian Walker, great play. He was a college safety. Transition to middle linebacker. Did great for us. One of the best Bears – Defensive players ever. Speedster, bro. Speedster, great. He was a beast, end bro. to end, one of the fastest linebackers ever. Great he in was coverage. A monster, yeah. Uh, don't send him up against the big boys because he's not going anywhere. But if he had re- a, a space to move, he kind of redefined that position a little bit as far as how he played. Right, that rangy middle linebacker. You're used to like that big slam straight down the middle guy. He was more of an end a side to side type linebacker. Yeah. Um, in my opinion. So, yeah. Shout out Brian Urlacher, man. Congratulations, well deserved. Follow the NBA's lead and these guys taking care and taking power away from everyone that has it. Terrell Owens, do whatever you want. Yeah. If you want to go do it at your crib and do it via, if you get a sponsorship deal with Skype and you want to Skype your shit, Hell yeah. do that. Do like, that. Whatever you got to do. You don't work for them you anymore. You do it on IG video, do, do it, it there. If you want to do it by yourself, just in the crib watching on the computer, go ahead. If you want to get your jacket and throw it in the lake, do that do it. too. Whatever you want to do. Muhammad bro. Ali threw his medals in the lake. Yeah, facts. Man, you bringing out gem stories. I got go, him today. Go right? Google that. I got too. him today. Go Google that. That's so, actually I mean, a true story. Again, man, like it's it's like you said, it's that last step of control. How dare he not do this the way that everybody else has done it? Yeah. Because he doesn't want to, and facts. he doesn't have to. Let's leave it there. Y'all didn't love him when he was there. Facts. Y'all didn't love him when he was there. I have no problem with you. Let's leave that there. I don't usually like to close the show on a negative tip, but I want to talk briefly because we could talk about this for hours. I want to talk briefly. Where are we with these homophobic racial tweets and comments that are dug up from 10 years ago, eight years ago, kids that are 16 years old? Where are we with that? It's a slippery, it's a, it's a tricky situation for me because, you know, um, when I was 14, 15, 16 years old, I was probably saying all types of dumb shit, using words that I wouldn't dream of using right now, right? Yeah. Things like that. We all know what we're talking about. But it, as, as 
far as like tweeting it, we didn't grow up in this Twitter age, man. Facts. We didn't have that yeah, outlet. You know what I mean? And we as didn't have a chance. As we to, are, we yeah. can say that. Yeah. By the didn't... time we got Twitter and all that, we had somewhat of a, a filter on. Hey, this might matter at we some point in our we lives. We weren't in high school. That's yeah, for sure. we weren't in yeah. high school. Um, at the same time, man, like you know how I feel about. Uh, I don't know, man. It, it's it's all about context to me. 100%. That's exactly what I was yeah, just about to say. It's context. You, to be honest, dude, when you're if you're 16 years old and you're a minor leaguer or about you're in high school about to be in the minor league and you tweet out some little Wayne lyrics yeah. and you spell out the N-word, yeah. I'm not really tripping on that. Yeah, like the DiVincenzo stuff yeah, and all that. Yeah. Like, that's really not a big deal to yeah. me. Like not, should you be saying it or typing it? No. Probably not. Absolutely not. But, like, is that really that big a deal? No. Not really. I'm not worried about that. But comes down to context. Comes right now, if you're like, context. I hate them. Right. Then that's at a 16, huge you feel that way at 16. You probably because feel that way at 26. Of, because, right. Because some <laughs> – yeah, right. If you're saying that, like, there, there are some of these instances. Like, I don't even know the guy's name. I don't care to know his name. The dude from uh, Milwaukee, the pitcher, was saying yeah, some super yeah. derogatory <clears throat> stuff. Right. Like, that's the problem I have with stuff <clears> – <throat> I mean, but yeah, you're dead on, man. Like, just let's, let's, my, the reason I wanted to talk about this in the first place is because let's hold the people accountable and actually get mad about the people that are using it in a derogatory way. Right. And not that are singing song lyrics. Like, some of these dudes are getting like super bad raps and are in the news, and people are just reading headlines and like, oh, that dude's a racist or that dude's a homophobe. And it's really not the case. But on the flip, there's also other sides of it. So just all I'm saying is make sure you check out the context of what this stuff is coming from before you jump to a conclusion on a on a young kid at the time. And you know what? When you're about to make it in this life, man, maybe just hire someone to clean up your social media or delete that account and start a verified Yo, one or something on those. That stuff can be prevented. You know, you have to clean know that, that eventually out. it's gonna come back out For to you. Sure. But like like I said, some of it is stupid. Like I remember last year with Trubisky, they found the one where he's like, I want titties in my face. So what? Almost. He could type that right now, and I wouldn't have a problem right. with it. You 100%. Know? I'm like, shout out Trubisky. Yeah, for sure. But, um, you know, some of that stuff is bad. And I think, you know, part of it as society, you know, we, we try to apply how we are right now to 15 years ago. And that's ignoring the fact that we've evolved a lot as a society in terms of how we deal with things, um, how sensitive we are to certain things, and what we know is right and wrong. Right? Our generation... Uh, right now, you know, we're more conscious of that stuff, right? So, to me, it's kind of like when he tweeted that out on certain other stuff, and a lot of it, again, man, there's a lot of N-word stuff going on, and I should feel some type of way about that, but I'm re I was reading through this last night, so I'm glad you brought it up. I was just kind of reading it, I'm just like, yeah, you know, whatever, man, it's yeah. just it's just bad talk, you know what I mean? It's yeah. just it's just, it's just just bad talk, right, you know? Um, it's not the same as, uh, you know, the 55-year-old man who's now the president of the United States saying it. But, you know what I mean? It's 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 100%. 15 years old, bro. You know what I mean? So, like, yeah, I mean, I don't, you know, again, some of it, depending on how derogatory it is, you know, but I don't think these dudes should lose money over that shit or anything like that. It's just yeah. learn your lesson. 100%. Just wanted your quick thoughts on that. That's No Catch Up Chicago. Nick the Quick is back, back in here. Yo, coming up. Colin's going to be on Prob Cause. Oh. Make sure you're locked for that. we got a couple other guests coming up. No Catch Up Chicago for Chicago by Chicago. Make sure you go check out the Pale Holes Report with Pat Voigt, the exclusive dedicated podcast of the Chicago Southside White Sox. 
Also, check out the Bleacher Bully with Colin Sali. He's giving all the Chicago Cubs talk. It's good content. They got some good insight over there. Pat's a clown. Yeah, the Bleacher Bully, Colin Sali. Check out their last couple episodes. Subscribe to us on YouTube if you haven't already. Check us out on iTunes, Stitcher, anywhere you listen to podcasts in the interweb. For Nick the Quick, Nick Harvey, I am Sean Little. No Catch Up Chicago. Listen up.